What's up, what's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Walnow, and if you are new to this podcast, welcome. I'm so honored that you're here. Today's awesome. I have the privilege of introducing this family to one of my new friends, Natasha Ann Miller. She is a powerhouse. I really believe with all my heart because this woman is so committed to the man Jesus in purity and holiness in living a life set apart that she will be like her name will be in lights, but she will always point people to the light. And I know that may sound cheesy, but I am I'm convinced that what God has her and her husband and her family doing right now is preparing them for such a place. So I'm so honored that we get to meet her before that. And you may already see her that way and know her that way, which is awesome. And if not, I encourage you to follow her because she will continue to point you to Jesus and the truth that will constantly set us free. So without further ado, we're going to hop in here. If you find value in this podcast, please subscribe, leave leave a written review, whatever it may be. But I am grateful that we get to talk about letting go of the past and being present with God and celebrating what he is gifting us with on a daily basis. Without further ado, let's hop on in with Natasha Ann Miller on Set Apart with Jamie Lynn Walnow. What's up, Set Apart fam? I'm super pumped about today. My girl Natasha Miller is on. And listen, if you want to follow a pure, powerful voice, this is your girl. She's a co-founder of Married and Young. She's a proud mama and wifey. And she's a mentor to women. And the Lord has done so much through her and her husband at a young age. But listen, it's because he's building it with them. And so I'm super honored to have you join us today, pouring into the Set Apart family. How you doing, Natasha? Hey, girl. Hey, Jamie. I'm so excited to be with you and your wonderful audience. It's an honor to be here. And I'm looking forward to this conversation and seeing how the Lord moves. Me too. This is going to be awesome. So before before we dive into this message, which I can't wait to hear and learn from you on this, um, mm-hmm. will you tell everyone a little bit about married and young because i see this all over the place this is different this is bad yes yeah so we've been running married and young for the past like six years so married and young was actually birthed from our personal like love story so my husband and i we met on facebook and we were in a long distance um you know you know like friendship and um I remember after after we got married, um, we had actually posted our story on YouTube, and everybody was asking, like, "Hey, how were you? How did you guys meet? Um, so, are you guys still married?" Having like all these questions, and we realized that our generation was really in the need of encouragement in regards to covenant. Um, we really felt that marriage was you know being looked down upon to where it was like i don't want that anymore it's too hard so we um were just praying and we came up with this really cool idea to start a blog called married and young and we brought some of our friends on we brought on you know our single friends married friends some who were even widowed and divorced to come on and kind of share their journey and from there it really just blew up where people were where people were consuming the content and they were wanting more And about a year into that, we realized that, okay, yes, we are serving our married and young audience, but there is also um, a gap like in the singles uh, ministry and in the singles world to be able to bring them hope 
and helping them to prepare for a, a godly covenant. So that's when we entered into the one university that we have now, and we help singles. Um, we help singles to establish a healthy foundation for marriage. We take them through seven stages from falling in love with God, healing from their past, and finding their purpose. And we believe that instead of waiting for the one, you should become the one, and that God has a beautiful journey for you right now in the season that you're in. So that's where that was birthed, and it's just been really cool to see what God has done with it. Um, and we've been able to witness just countless marriages be birthed you know, from this movement. Um, so it's, it's really, it's, it's been really, really cool. Okay. That is so amazing. I love the process of becoming yeah. a one. And I, I love when, you know, singles are so hungry to be poured into because yeah. there's this desire for marriage. And sometimes there's just this knowing it's coming, but it's like, what do I do in the meantime? Mm -hmm. And I think, that is so awesome to not put the focus on the one that's coming, but to become the one and to, to heal as much as you can before going. I mean, marriage is going to heal some stuff anyway. Yeah, it already is. It already is. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I love, I love, love, love that. I think that's powerful. Okay. So for, for all of you who are listening, you need to go check it out at the end. She's going to tell you how you can um, get in contact with them and find this because so many people, which I'm so glad you're on here ask me to talk to singles and I love yeah. it. And, and I'll share more. I think towards the very beginning of this podcast, I might've shared a little bit of mine and Lance's story of all my is long. I'm gonna feel winded by myself, yeah. not the Lord. I mean, but, um, okay. So you told me that you have an encouraging word about letting go of your past and yeah. living the mandate that God has put on your life. So why yeah. don't you want the whole go of your past thing or, you know what? Yeah. You just go for it and you just talk. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Lord. I, I love this. I love just the freedom that's in here for me to simply be myself. But I would love to just start with, you know, my story. So I was like born and raised in in the beautiful state of California. So I'm a West Coast girl, uh, born in Oceanside. And then I was raised like in the Inland Empire. And I grew up um, you know, in a large family. So I had five sisters and two brothers. And at a very young age, um, I was very like receptive, you know, to the supernatural. I was very like receptive um, to the things of God. And I remember at a young age, hearing my mom pray in like her closet upstairs. And I would sit in that room with her and I would just kind of rest there. Um, we would also watch like Benny Hinn growing up and I would like put my hand on the TV and just was just really in awe of like miracles, signs and wonders that came from the Lord. And I remember, you know, giving my life to the Lord at like seven or eight um, and then experiencing the Holy Spirit at about 12 years old. And at that moment, I really was like, Lord, I want to commit my life to you. Like I wanted, you know, to know him for myself. So once I got into high school, um, I had visited this like youth event called The Call with Lou Engle. It was the first one that they had at the Rose Bowl Center in Pasadena, California. And I went there and I went with a friend and they told us like, hey, I want you guys to fast. It's like they sent this text message out or email like, hey, all your youth groups fast. And that was the first time I ever even heard that word. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll try it out. So we fasted from like the morning 
until about 12 or one in the afternoon. And they said, hey, if you want to stop fasting, you can, you're, you know, you're a free to eat. Or if you want to keep going, you know, keep, you know, keep going. So I was like, I feel good. Like, I'm going to keep going and just experiencing God. And in that moment, I remember like my, I really encountered the Lord. And I remember seeing people around me that looked like me that were running around and they were just so free. And I was like, God, like, you know, this is what I want. This is how I want to live my life. Like, help me to hunger after this. Help me to embody this and become this, you know, as your daughter. And so even through high school, um, I just always felt like he had his hand on my life. And even in regards to like dating um, and friendships, um, I went through rough patches to where um, I had people, you know, talk about me about it of like, oh, she's a prude, you know, she's naive. Why isn't she, you know, have a boyfriend? Why isn't she dating? And I remember just not really having the desire for that at that age. I was just really hungry for more and more of God. So once I got into like my young adult years, um, I started to serve other singles like in my community, like other single women. And the name of the ministry was called Romance Me Ministries. And I was taking women with me and showing them how to have like a tangible, romantic, you know, just intimate uh, time with the Lord and helping them to be content in their season of singleness and knowing that there's purpose in that. And, you know, even from that moment, um, I remember, you know, telling the Lord, like, God, you know, if I do get married, I would love to be in ministry. I would love to marry a pastor. And, and I remember telling my neighbor across the street and she was like, girl, you want to marry a pastor? Like, that does not make sense. That is like a lot of work. But I said, no, like, I love people and I love loving on people and ministering to them. And lo and behold, like, like a few months after that is when I got a DM you know, from my husband, Jamal. Um, and he had, you know, he had family in his, you know, his a friend profile and was asking like how we knew each other. And, and then, and then we just sparked this conversation and we started to get to know one another. And then from there, we ended up getting married like nine months later. And from there, you know, I relocated from California um, to the Midwest. And I immediately went into the role of being, you know, a youth pastor and serving alongside him. And I remember entering in and like experiencing my first service at, at All Nations Worship Assembly here in Chicago. And I was just filled with so much emotion and tears because I had said a prayer, you know, years prior to that moment that God, wherever you are at, I want to be. I don't want to miss out on what you're doing. And in that moment, it was like all of that just collided. But, you know, in marriage and in God, you know, using us to serve others and starting married and young, a lot of things just move really fast in regards to, you know, marriage. Um, it's like a mirror. So I went into just this healing process um, of like delivering of really beginning to see my weaknesses, um, learning how to uh, work together with, you know, like a man or another person. That was my first time ever living with someone outside of my family. My husband was my, my, my first boyfriend, all of that. So, and then I was in another state. So just processing that. And then also 
with God blessing us with married and young and us helping singles and just serving in that capacity was exhilarating, exciting, exciting and purposeful. But at the same time, it, it also had its challenges because, hey, like I'm trying to figure out how to how to be a wife. I'm trying to figure out how to get adjusted and anchored in a new city and and community. And um, and I would say, you know, just with sharing that that, you know, big chunk of my story is. I began to carry a lot of shame because of the blessings and the favor, you know, that was beginning to come into my life. I began to feel um, like I was unworthy or I had to earn these blessings or I had to earn this favor or earn all the good that was happening in my life. And I began to carry just this cloak of shame where I felt like I had to apologize to people or I had to over explain myself to others in regards to what God was doing in my life, what God was doing in my marriage. And just, I would say like in the last, you know, two and a half years after going through, you know, some betrayal and friendship and learning, um, just learning how to trust God in the process of all the changes and, you know, the transition, but I've come to a place of realizing that in order for me to receive what God is doing now, I can't be afraid to look back at what he's done in my life and to even go back and honor the, um, even that season of obedience, you know, to where I was just like, man, in marriage right now, I'm not doing that good. You know, I'm irritated or me and my husband got into this argument. So this disqualifies me from the blessing in our marriage or from him loving me. And I was separating like my single season from my married season and seeing them as, as two different, you know, parts of my story where God was really wanting, you know, to uh, bring them together and kind of bring an ending to that single season, to put a period, like a beautiful ending of like, Natasha, what you experienced in your single season, what you experienced in your fasting and your sacrifice and you choosing to live a pure life, both emotionally and sexually, like, you know, that was setting the foundation for what I'm giving you now. So for me, I had to let go of my past, even though it wasn't terrible, quote unquote, to where it's like, Oh my gosh, all this, all this traumatizing stuff happened, but it was even the good because I think sometimes even the good sacrifices that we make can be even traumatizing to where we feel like, okay, um, in this next season, whether it's hard or easy, you're feeling like, Hey, you know, was I really prepared for what God has for me now? So just to kind of even go into the future of what's just happened this year is that the Lord, you know, bless us with a home. You know, he blessed us with another child. And it was just felt like all these blessings were just piling on top of one another. And I began to feel like, like just that something bad is going to happen or like, am I going to mess this up? And I remember driving um, to our, our new home right now and we're getting ready to just do the last walkthrough and it was like raining. And I was driving through and our home is kind of in the unincorporated area. So there's like a lot of land and like horses and trees. And 
I was driving through and I just began to just weep and pray. And I just felt like the presence of the Lord just fell upon me. And he was like, Natasha, like, this is my gift to you. You know what I mean? Like, and I, and I heard him say, it's time to let go and live. It's time to let go and live in what I have set apart for you, what I have set aside for you and your family and then coming into the home and just really allowing me to see that in order for you to even be present in what I'm doing now, you have to believe that I've qualified you. And it's not a qualification that comes from a piece of paper or even somebody affirming that in you. It's you believing it for yourself. And for me, that has been just my prayer just in this season is like, God, help me to rest in your goodness. Help me to not apologize for your goodness. Help me to not walk in shame in regards to your goodness of knowing that it's nothing that that I necessarily did. It's your your love for me is you're a good father. You love giving good gifts. And that even in the midst of the, all the good that's happening, there's still more love that you want to give me. There's still more revelation that you want to give me to prepare me for the next season, because I know that not every season is going to be just roses, but in each season, I just really haven't focusing on God. Help me to live now. Help me to see you in the midst of my daughter's smiles, in the midst of, um, you know, the conversations that me and my husband have, like, let me just rest in it, you know? So I just want to encourage everyone, because right now what's happened in our nation, what's happened in our world, like there has been so much chaos and so much turmoil and people have lost loved ones. And I, and I'm, and it's devastating to hear what's happened in our country, but I believe that the Lord is still preserving a people. I believe that he's preserving his sons and daughters and that if we're willing to look up, we can let go of the past. We can let go of what the enemy is trying to distract us with to see that, wow, man, I'm alive. Like I have a roof over my head. I have my health. Even even if you did get sick, it's like if you're still alive, you're alive. And, and knowing that, man, I don't have to apologize for accepting that truth, living in it, and bearing fruit. Um, so yeah, that's like the crux of my story, just what God's been ministering to me. Um, and knowing that, you know, we've been called to be a light. And in order to be a light, you have to be filled with substance. You got to be filled with light, right? And the blessings that God gives us, and it's, and, and I'm not even just referring to like physical things, you know what I mean? It's just you praying for people, you um, not engaging in, you know, gossiping, being able to be a standard in different spaces is letting people know that, hey, you're not being moved by the world or the media or what others are saying. You're really anchored in Christ and you're being that light for others to uh, glean from and to see, you know, uh, uh, the glory and power of God on. I love that. You are such a beautiful picture of the heart of this podcast. I I love that because I didn't know. What I love is um, when my friends get on here and y'all share, I don't always know where you're, sometimes I know people's stories, but I don't always know where it's going. So you would think, let go of the past. I love the yeah. way you're talking about this because the enemy will always come in and try to make us feel shame or condemnation. And, mm-hmm. and it's to try to rob us from 
what God's really doing. But yeah. I love what you said too, because we're called to be the light of the world. Mm -hmm. And when people see you shining and being blessed during a pandemic with joy, yeah. with peace, with righteousness, with a new home, with whatever yeah. it may be, with, with a successful um, ministry that points people to the man Jesus, like that is being the light in the world. And people, people will see true success through that because true success is knowing the man Jesus. It's not, yeah. not just the materialistic things, but I love I love the purity in, in um, you know, letting letting go of of those things that you are experiencing to move into this. So, when you think about the one of the things that you had shared with me um, through our email was, yeah, protecting the call and mandate that God yeah. is taking you into. So when you when you let go of and I and I love I love I want to point out some of the things that you had said and I, I might add a little bit to that, but. Um, you know, being sick, losing your job, um, moving during this time, yeah. your church being shut down, you yeah. know, the Lord, the Lord is always doing something amazing in these times. And mm -hmm. we have to have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a mind to understand that can only happen through the spirit of God. Yeah. It can't happen through human wisdom. It has to come through wisdom that comes from the Holy Spirit. And so I wanted to encourage people like with, I, I just believe even what you're about to share that just because, which I love the compassion in your heart too, this hasn't been easy for a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people have a savings account. A lot of people have lost something, lost someone, um, whatever it may be. But God never leaves us high and dry because when he is our Lord, we have everything we need. Even in the natural, yeah. it looks like we have nothing. So I wanted to encourage people there. So when you let go of, the disappointment, the hurt, whatever it may be, and you are looking at the call and mandate God has given you, what does that look like? Because so many people don't yeah. know. And that's okay. Yeah. But what, what yeah. would practically this looks like moving forward? Yeah. I definitely think like even as you're talking, I'm hearing the word perspective, right? I think like that's like you said, in order for us to even have that type of wisdom, we have to connect with the Holy Spirit and say, okay, Holy Spirit, show me the higher way. And I feel like this year we've all been challenged as believers with that choice. Are we going to choose the higher way? Or are we going to stay thinking in our, our old thinking? And to be honest, I've, I've vacillated up and forth sometimes, you know, where I'm just like, okay, God, this is what it looks like right now. But I'm fighting for that heavenly perspective of knowing like, okay, God, even in the midst of this, there's still purpose and a call on my life as a woman, as a wife, and as a mother, I have a responsibility to still uh, sow into myself spiritually, to stay connected to the source, to begin to be creative with what, how you want me to serve people and what you uh, want me to do in this season. And I think that if we can get out of fear and get into hope and get into faith and knowing that, okay, God, right now, this is what's happening in the world, but in the kingdom, there is no lack. And you want to speak to every place of fear, every place of discontentment or disappointment, you want to come in and you want to bring hope, you want to bring revelation, you want to give me the the peace, the identity, whatever I need to be able to walk this out. And so for me in this season, it's been like, okay, God, um I've I've been through different seasons, right? You know, being married to a you know to a CEO and having um employees and learning how to share your husband and learning how to cultivate your marriage and then knowing that, okay, um, 
you know, every marriage is different, girl. Like for me, I'm learning like you can read a book or you can be encouraged by another couple and what they do, but not until you get on your face or have a real longer of like, God, what have you called my family to do? What is it? If you don't have kids, God, what have you called me and my husband to do? And I believe that as a woman, like God wants to pour that into us for one, to help us to pray, and then one, to help us to activate and to be able to discern and know the seasons and the times to be able to help push our husbands and be that helpmate. So for me, I've come to terms of knowing that, okay, I know that I have a call. I know that God has called me um, to a massive, I have a massive call in my life, but in order for me to be prepared for that, I can't ignore these moments. I can't just think, throw this whole year away because it's the pandemic or throw this whole year away because this happened. But I'm like, God, give me the grace to walk through this so that I can have fruit to bear, so that I can have fruit to share to my children. I have enough in me to give to my husband of knowing that, okay, me giving is not being selfish. Me saying no to this right now is not saying no to God. So for me, to make peace with that is really being present and asking God, what are you going to have me to do right now? Because it's so easy to look into the future and you get the prophetic words. Like you're going to be like, I got a word before I even got married that, you know, you're going to be in a stadium with like just hundreds of thousands of women and you're going to be minutes. And I'm like, okay, I, I see that I've got a you know, taste of that. I've experienced, you know, a small portion of that, but I've had to come to peace of like, okay, God, especially now having, you know, three girls, I'm like, okay, there's something in this that you're wanting me to start at home. And then it's going to even birth out into the nation. So I just encourage people like with your call, with your mandate, be diligent with what like the gifts the Lord has given you right now. Don't be discouraged. And specifically even mothers, you know, right now, like Right now, if we're in the thick of it, the diapers, you know, all that kind of stuff, like there is still a word for you. There's still a call for you. And it's just holding on to that hope and not comparing seasons with others or even comparing one season that you had to another good season that you had, like really being present and um, allowing the Lord to unveil that call, like, you know, one at a time. Mm-hmm. That's so good. I think that's one of the things that I have fallen in love with is, uh, and I'm such a visionary and, and very prophetic, and I've learned yeah. the timing is in his hands. When my trust is in yeah. him, I can be present and really be grateful for when he does what he says he's going to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I, I love, love, love what you're saying because there are so many of you who are listening right now and you feel maybe tired, but serving yeah. people in the season you're in now will help you appreciate your leadership role later or wherever your dreams are really taking you because you will learn so much serving other people who are doing what you want to do one day or serving yeah. people who are much in the worldly sense lower than that. Because yeah. when that means that when you become or when you step into that place, that service is never too low for you. And Mm -hmm. that person in that role is not less than you by any means. Mm -hmm. And to value the Lord in every person, but there's so much character building going on in this season Mm -hmm. for each of us. And if we were supposed to be there now, which some people are there because they've worked their way to it in their own right. 
not hard to build on your own today. Like mm. I feel like I could have so much more in the world had I built the way Jamie Lynn could build the way people yeah. social media, the way people have told me to do videos, the way people yeah. have told me to, um, you know, put money behind, uh, what do you call it? When you put money behind a post, whatever you call like it. Ad, like and, ad. Yes. And mm -hmm. I'm like, that's not what the Lord's called me to do. But when we can settle in and say, God, you're the one who's growing this. You're the one who's building yeah. this. But right now, will you expose in my heart as a mom what needs yeah. to be exposed before I'm filling a stadium for you? Yeah. you expose in my heart what's happening um, in my marriage so that our marriage yeah. can be strong and with hand, with hand, uh, and withstand all the shaking that will come when we're in yeah. that place. Like what I love yeah. what you said about sharing your husband. Like my husband yeah. is so good right now. I don't really have to yeah. share, but I was like, <laughs> we'll grieve a little bit because I'm like, that's a season I haven't experienced yet. Yeah. You know? It's so, real, like it's wow. real. But I think, yeah, it's, yeah, girl. Because we're seven years in, uh -huh. and I mean, I'm sure once we get to that ten, it's gonna be like, whoa, like decade. You know, that's cool, but. I just feel like there's still a lot of learning that, you know, we're going through. And, yeah. but yeah, I think it's real. I have a new respect for, you know, before I was married to um, a pastor or leader or whatever you want to call it. I mean, you would see the wives and you would see them helping to support. And for me, I had this, to me, I'm like, whenever I see a big pastor or a big leader or even a famous athlete, right. I always want to know the story of the wife because it's just so interesting to me because I feel like one day I'll be able to help other women that are in my shoes to be able to know that they can still have a full life and that, um, and just to remove the lives of the enemy to make you feel like you're less than or you have to be doing all these different things. And it's just like, no, my role is just as important. And um, I'm going to kill it. Like, I'm going to kill it at home. And then when it's time for me to kill it out the house, I'm going to kill it there too. So you know what I mean. <laughs> you should write a book for women. I'ma kill it. I love that. <laughs> it's so cute. Um, I love that too because here's another thing which I know you walk in this and you see it and I can hear it in your I can hear it in what you're saying. Um, yeah. but a public role is not more powerful than the hidden yeah. role. When I say public and I say hidden, according to the standard of the world, yeah. Yeah. heaven is watching. And I would far more desire them to be watching me than yeah. for them to be watching me and them not have their eye on me because I'm <laughs> thinking I'm building yeah. with God, but he's not in it. So yeah. I think that's really important and powerful. Okay. So is there anything you want to add before you pray for all of our amazing set apart family that are tuning in right now? Yeah. I just want to encourage you guys to embrace the now. If you're anxious for the future, just pray a prayer. Holy spirit, help me to live now. Help me to see what you're doing in the midst of my situation. Help me to see what you're doing in the midst of me being home and, and the kids are at home learning. And I feel like I can't leave the house, like whatever it is, whatever you know, if you're even in a financial crisis, whatever it is, be like, Lord, help me to see where you're at. Help, help to show me where you want me to put my hope in. Um, and just be encouraged that if you're in a hard season, it's not going to last forever. You know, it's really being able to ask those questions like Jamie Lynn, you know, said that, hey, God, what are you wanting to build in my character? Like, 
thank goodness we serve a God that's purposeful like that, that wants to use every part of our story and that nothing like is not seen by him and he can use everything and anything to help play out the story that he has created for us. So it's just us partnering with it. I love that. I love that we have a God that wants to use every part of our story. I think that's so powerful. And I think our generation is going to, I mean, I think the Lord has put that message in, in us and in this remnant that is just yeah. leaning. And if you're tuning in, you're part of it. Or why would you be listening to a podcast called set apart? If you didn't desire it and to desire it today is so profound and supernatural. So yeah. I'm super, I'm so grateful for you. I love what you shared. I just feel so yeah. much excitement and joy for right now being present yeah. all of you that you're exactly where you're supposed to be and yeah. you don't need to be anywhere else and if you do as you lean into him he will show you and he will restore the time he will restore yeah. all of that and he will grow you so quick if you just yeah. lean in and ask him what you need to hand him that you may be holding on yeah. to keep you from that growth because i've been in those seasons too yeah thank you lord will you pray for all of us yes i'd love to so dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we first off want to honor you and thank you, Father God, for who you are, who you are in our lives and what you've done, Father God, and even what you're going to do in the future. Lord, we thank you for the now. We thank you for the pressing now. We thank you, Lord, for the joy. Lord, we thank you for the joy um, that is now, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for the peace that is made available to us, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, and speak to every heart, every listener, Father God, every person that comes across this episode, Lord, that they would be encouraged, Father God, they would be inspired, Lord, and that they would know without a shadow of a doubt that you have a plan and a call, you know, for their life, Lord. Help them to see, Father God, that you have called them to be set apart, that you've been that you call them to be set apart in whatever their sphere of influence is right now. Help us to not run away, Father God, from the the process of building our character and building um, our spiritual life and, and really just sitting at your feet. Help us to not neglect the intimate moments with you. Help us to not neglect the, the uh, moments of pressing and refining that you so graciously uh, bring us through, Father God. Lord, I also pray, Lord, just even a hedge of protection over each and every person's um, their process right now, Father God, that that we would not leave um, the uh, process that you have us in prematurely, but that but that you would place in our heart a real hunger to be able to uh, to suck out and get out and get out everything uh, that you want us to get out of the season that you have us in, Lord. And Father God, I thank you, Lord, even just for this podcast. I thank you for Jamie. I thank you for just this movement of raising up Jesus lovers, Father God, who desire and who live a life that is set apart for you, Lord. So Lord, again, thank you again for this amazing uh, conversation. And, and we're excited to see you move in our midst. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love this. You're, you're just awesome. <clears throat> I'm so glad. And I want to encourage all of you to follow Natasha. I I am very careful and very led by the Lord on who I bring on to this because yeah. I feel very responsible and um, for who I lead people to as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, Natasha, speaking mm -hmm. of which, where can people contact you, follow you, um, get in contact with Married and Young, whatever yeah. that is, all the things. 
Yes, all the things. Okay, so right now you can go to marriedandyoung.com. And on that website, we have a lot of really cool content for you guys to go through. It doesn't matter what season you are in and your relationship status to go there and be encouraged. And then you can also sign up for our email list, um, you know, from that website so that you can stay up to date with what we're doing with the One University and uh, challenges that we're a part of. And then secondly, I'm mostly on like Instagram right now. Um, yeah, so you can follow me on Natasha and A-N-N Miller um, on Instagram and Facebook. And yeah, I just show pieces of my family and life and, and, and what's going on. And if I do any other cool things, I usually put it on there. So that's a great place to stay up to date with me. Yes, I love following you on Instagram. It's very encouraging. Uh, okay. Well, guys, you heard it from the woman of God herself, the amazing wife, the amazing mom, the amazing mentor. Um, but please go follow her. Check it out. And if you find value in this podcast, I want to encourage you to subscribe to it. Share it with your friend, yeah. your auntie, your mom, your husband, your brother. I've been meeting some dudes listening to this. And I'm like, thank you. It's not crafted just for women. But let me tell you, yeah. not I love women and probably attract more women than men in this podcast. So I'm okay with that. Um, but go subscribe, leave a written review. Let me know what you want to hear from next. I'd love to meet you guys. So message me. I'd love to hear how this is touching your heart and go follow Natasha and I will see you guys. Nope. But you will hear from me next <laughs> week on set apart with Jamie Lynn. Well,